You're listening to The Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. I'm Ken. This is Ed. And uh, we are happy today to have with us Russ Keller, correct? Yes. Russ, welcome to the show. Welcome, thanks. Russ. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, and you have an interesting uh, uh, role in the MCL. Um, why don't you just two-second overview. What, what do you do? I, I help with uh, credit counseling. Awesome. Um, and that's got to be a pretty popular benefit from, from, uh, for our members, correct? It, it is. It is. A lot of people have questions. They're not sure exactly how the credit system, the credit reporting, credit scoring system works. It is pretty confusing. So let's let's back up a quick second. Um, where are you from? Well, I grew up in the Chicago area. Uh-huh. Uh, currently, I live in the St. Louis area. Oh, yeah? And um, so I got my bachelor's and master's at uh, UIS, University of Illinois, Springfield. Uh-huh. And actually, while I went to college, I mentioned this to you earlier, I was a teamster. I unloaded trucks for UPS. I know. No kidding. That's awesome. So you made a good buck doing that, right? Yes, sir, I did. I got a good wage. It helped me pay for college because I had to pay for it myself. Right? Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I like to hear things like that. Yeah, it's a good story. So um, so let's say, let's just start from scratch. Um, somebody has an issue with uh, a credit issue. They They do what? Who do they call? They would call the law firm, or if they're working with one of the credit unions, that credit union may refer them over to me. Okay, so let's let's start with that. And when when Russ says law firm, he means Union Legal Services. Yes, which uh, is Nick Cortese and company. Uh, Nick was on previously on the show, and that number is one eight seven seven six nine four two six six three. That's exactly right. I so I got I got one number today, <laughs> not the seventeen times thirty four. <laughs> so I mean, credit is uh, it's something that I think there are probably a lot of people around who uh, don't keep track of their credit. Maybe they're going to buy a house or going to buy a car, and all of a sudden they have to get qualified, and that's when they take a look at it and realize, oh, there's you know something wrong here, um, or something I'm not going to get this loan or whatever. Um, but it seems like. Credit is something that people should stay on top of because, I mean, you hear all over about uh, incorrect entries on credit reports. And, I mean, the, the first time that I went to buy a house, um, I had uh, something like my student loans had been consolidated into another loan, but the original ones were marked as unpaid. So I had to get that sorted out before I could buy a house, and it took like three months of writing letters and all that just to just to get it cleared up. But um, so, I mean, do you recommend, first off, I mean, people have to stay on top of it. It's something to be aware of, right? It, absolutely. It is because there was a study done a few years ago. 79% of credit reports contain errors. Really? Wow. So that's four out of five? Yeah. I mean, how often do you run across these and, like, what kind of errors are they usually? Like, things that are, are big and make a big difference or, like, small it's it's all over the board. Yep. Some some can be big deals, and if you take a look at if there's a stray collection on there that you didn't know about, a fifty dollar or forty three dollar. I had one of those for a union member at one point time. Forty three dollar medical collection, mm-hmm. and that he, that he didn't know about. He didn't get the bill. Right. We don't pay bills we don't get. Right. And uh, he wanted off the report, but unfortunately, Equifax in that case didn't bother to tell us who the original creditor was or who the collector was. There was no way to solve it for so, him. So did they take it off? 
Oh yeah, I got it off. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good. So, uh, so you, uh, so what is it? Is it mostly credit card issues with our members, or, or tell us? No, it it really is uh, kind of a wide range of things. Credit cards are always an issue, yeah, um, because people have too high of balances in general in America. Right. Union members aren't exempt from that. That's for sure. And so uh, you have to know how credit cards work. And 30% of your credit score comes from how you manage balances on credit cards. Meaning what? What does that mean in plain English? What that means is when you distill that down on FICO's mortgage scores, mm-hmm. yep, that'd be FICO 2, 4, and 5, uh, the range in there, you're talking about as much as 150 points. So if you have, if you have credit cards and your total balance is, or your total available credit is $10,000, and you're you have an eight thousand dollar balance that's going to hurt you. I mean, I think significantly. What's what's the magic number? You're supposed to keep those under thirty percent, but ideally, like under twenty percent. Is it? Now, that's a really good question, and the media gets it wrong, uh-huh. and uh, the internet especially gets it wrong all the time. And uh, I'm going to back up and say, back a number of years ago, I was certified by FICO. They at one point were offering a certification. And then there was an extra piece of training I got. And what is the magic number to have on your credit cards? Yeah. Okay. One percent of the limit. One percent. One percent of the limit. Magic <laughs> happens at one percent. I could tell you story after story. Is that just so they don't close your credit card for not using it? Use it a little bit each month. Yeah. Put Pay ten bucks worth of gas on it. I know you don't get much gas for ten bucks, but that's that's not the point. The point is we want to have just a little bit of usage, and you pay it off every month. Mm-hmm. Who keeps one percent of their credit the, card? The most affluent people in the country, I've been told. Yeah, is that right? People with eight fifty credit scores, apparently. And so that magic happens. Uh, the single mom who got told seven days before she's going to close on her mortgage that they weren't going to close because she was two points short. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Sent her down to the gas station. She had two $500 limit credit cards with zero balances. Everybody said she can't be any better than that. Right. I had her put five bucks. This sounds crazy. Five yeah. bucks on each card. Yep. And she picked, and they did a a credit supplement, rapid rescore. And yep. in 72 hours, three days, she picked up 12 points. She's in the house today. That's great. Wow. Good. Good for you. Good I mean, but how thank, ridiculous. Thank, thank, you for, thank you for doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. I've gotten really, by the way, like I, I'm going to move off to the side for a second. I've gotten really nice phone calls and emails and comments about how well this system and what you've put in place with Nick and, and the credit unions has worked for our members. Uh, it's really, it's heartening to, to see that. And our members are starting, like you said, Ed, like starting to get some education right. as to like, hey, maybe I should, you know, pay attention to my credit because it's money in their pocket. Right. I mean, if you change your credit score and boost it by 100 points, you can go back to the credit card company, for example, and say, you know, I'm paying 18 percent. I want it at 12. Right. Well, credit matters not just on how much you're paying on a credit card, but it matters on how much you're going to pay for a mortgage, how much your car is going to be financed for. That's right. It it matters on car insurance, homeowners insurance. Uh, Actually, I had a Judge called me one day who will remain nameless. <laughs> Good reason. Judge Judy? <laughs> no. Uh, that um, apparently he, he had run, he said his wife ran up the credit cards. Yeah. I was talking Sometimes to the judge. His that. wife wasn't there. I'm not arguing with the judge. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> but we got him to pay his credit cards down and solve this problem. So, like I said, I mean, you can change your interest rate. So suppose, like, let's just take this as an example. I get these calls all the time. Hey, you know, I need some help with uh, my credit 
score. And so we send them your way. And, you know, a couple of months later, I'll get calls back from the, you know, the person said, you know, I was able to increase it by 100 plus points. And then they're like, now what? And then so, you know, now you go back to the credit card company and you try and lower your interest rate, correct? And you can refi your house, for example, correct? Yes. And all that is money back in your pocket that you're literally not throwing away on interest. Yeah, it's it, and here's the thing: you have the same quality of of buyer borrower before and after because they make a good wage, they pay their bills, right. Right. but there's collections or there's things on the report that they weren't even aware of. When we can clean that up, yeah. then that that's a game changer. And, and I can't tell you his name, but we have one guy. I call him. You know, he is our our poster child because he went from scores in the low five hundreds. Now he's in the mid to upper sevens. Wow. And he and I are talking semi-regularly. How do you fine-tune this a little bit more to get you into the eights? What do we do now? Right. right. You know, and that's that's the next step or next level that we want to take a look at for him. What do we do? And and this is all free, correct? Yeah, talking to me doesn't cost a dime. For Midwest Coalition of Labor right. Union members. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, it's obviously one of the benefits that... that uh, we provide through the unions, yeah. right? And combining our economies of scale, you know, we're able to have somebody like you, you know, uh, not on staff, but you know, somebody to call. Uh, yeah. And so, tell us, you know, what's some things not to do? Right. Let's uh, let's hear a horror story. <laughs> well, the, if the, you have a good score, yeah. what are the things you should do to keep you, it? That you way? have to you have to keep track of what's on your report. Some sort of credit monitoring is a good idea. There's a number of good ones out there. We have one arrangement that is through uh, MCL mm-hmm. the, that I help set up where they'll do a seven-day trial for a buck, and then it's nineteen ninety-nine a month. And I know that's more expensive than some of the free sites, Yep. but you get what you pay for. Okay, fair enough. If you want accuracy, yep. uh, because you really want to be aware of anything that – uh, a collection that that might pop up, and I, I really would like to address that issue because of a collection. Just on a rule of thumb, yeah. If your scores in the six hundreds, one collection can cost you fifty points pretty easily. Got it. If you're in the seven hundreds, it can easily cost you as much as a hundred points. If wow. you're in the eights, it can cost you well over a hundred points. I had somebody recently that was in an eight twenty, mm-hmm. thought they were going to get a mortgage, pulled his credit report, an eighty six dollar medical collection took him down to six eighty. Now six eighty is financeable. Yeah. But that's a different, different offer. Yeah. That's a different deal than eight twenty. And by the way, let's start with this. What is the lowest credit score you can get? Zero. Three fifty. Three fifty. And what's the highest you can get? Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Okay. So eight fifty is perfect credit. Yeah. That and right. you don't how, see that. How many people have that? I have not seen one. Oh, okay. And I've been around credit for twenty five plus years, so I've not seen one. Well, pull mine. It's it's actually perfect. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so should, let, me, let me ask you this. Should you or should you not co-sign a credit card for your girlfriend? No. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> never. Just asking. <laughs> um, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, t- all right, so, so um, what about things like medical bills? Like, I, those are notorious for, you know, never getting paid or just never ending, you know, like I'll get a procedure done and a year later, be like, oh, you owe $16 to the anesthesiologist. Like, what? Like, why, you know, that's been hanging on my credit for a year? Like, what? A, tell us a little bit well, about that. Well, I'm glad you brought that, that up because medical collections are in a different position today. Okay. 
And today when we look at collections, you have medical and non-medical. The non-medical ones, they don't want to delete even if you pay them. They don't want to take off the credit report. Really? Okay. And so what we need to do is make sure, first of all, whether you really owe it or not. Yeah. And if you do, then let's work with that collector to get them off the report for payment. Yep. That's a pay-for-deletion type of situation. Right. But on medical bills, last July, the credit bureaus decided that they were going to delete medical bills for payment in full. Now, that sounds very nice. And if it's a $16 or a $216 bill and it'll come off the credit report if you pay them, that sounds pretty good. What if it's $2,216 and you're not sure you owe it? Right. right. You're going to pay them $2,000 just because they say so? Right. Well, no, let's see some paperwork. Sure. Let's see something, why you really owe that. And actually, when we challenge those kinds of things, ask for validation, Yeah. we'll see anywhere from 10 to 30% of them just vanish right. because they don't have and, it well we don't know whether you really owed it or not but they can't prove you owed it so it goes away well there was there was a whole thing back after the great recession where people uh, who were underwater on their mortgages found that a lot of the times their mortgage origination documents hadn't been properly signed so they were trying to get um trying to say that these mortgages were not even valid and it seems like there's a lot of paperwork that isn't done correctly, and people yes. seem to get things knocked off of their credit reports. I mean, first off, you said that you were certified by FICO in FICO 2-4. And- well, actually, uh, FICO, just uh, at that point in time, they were doing a general certification right. of what does what when you start moving the levers on a credit report. Right. And I took the class, took the three tests. Yeah. And scored well, 100 on all three of them. And well, congratulations. So you're the guy to talk to, right? Yeah, bragger, I got 100, yeah. no big deal. He had yeah. to throw that in. Let me yeah. find a second. I once got 100 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, on three different On tests. a speeding ticket. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, I mean, think about that. You got a, you got a, um, you got a, a certification in FICO 2, 4, 6. Like, uh, any, what, what FICO is, has 49 different scoring models. That's insane. I mean, how is any normal person supposed to know what this even means how it works let alone how to you know if you're not going to get a house go to the gas station and buy a you know two packs of gum and all of a sudden now you get to live in a house this yeah system, that's that's crazy this system is yeah. insane and i think nobody could be real reasonably um expected to to understand it so what you do is that much more important and makes a difference i mean sending a lady to the grocery store to the gas station to to buy a few things put her in a house i mean um that's that's unbelievable but what a crazy system well actually there's a funny end to that story because oh. the loan officer called me up and he said i know what i saw but that can't be it and i said well okay you have two credit reports 72 hours apart three days apart yeah you tell me what else is different on them his response was, I'm not having this debate with you. Goodbye. He hangs up on me. Whatever. I'm thinking, well, you're Whatever. welcome. Yeah, yeah, right. I saved your deal. Right. How about it? Yeah, and instead of berating you about it. <laughs> if you're just joining us, we're talking to Russ Keller. He is our credit specialist for the MCL. Ed and I both appreciate your coming down here and talking to us. I, I think this stuff is fascinating, yeah. to be honest with you. I also think that it's really useful to our membership, and not just our membership, quite frankly, but if you're listening out there and you're not a member of the MCL, you know, start to pay attention to your credit because why throw away your money, right? right. Like, yeah. Yeah. you understand? Um, I understand. It, it just lower your credit score and, and put that money back in, in your 
pockets, not the credit cards' pockets, right? Yeah. One more time, Russ, uh, if, if somebody wants to reach out uh, from the MCL and, and reach you, uh, who would they call? They would, they would call uh, Union Legal Services at one 694 Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. We really enjoyed it. All righty. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back with more Workers Mike right here on 720 WGN.